Hey everybody, welcome to The Fiverr Life with your man D. Tong. I created this podcast to help Fiverr sellers, maybe Fiverr buyers, entrepreneurs, startups, any individuals looking to get a side hustle started. And really, I'm not going to have it scripted. I'm going to do it on the go. I'm going to do it when I can. If a topic comes up in my head, I'm going to jump on here, explain it to you, maybe take five, 10 minute segments and uh, keep it real. If you're a Fiverr seller, you know how it is. Come here, get some advice, get some tips. I'm a top-rated seller on Fiverr. I've been doing it for about uh, seven and a half years now. I believe April of 2011 is when I signed up to Fiverr. And it was just really kind of in a, a spur of the moment, searching for stuff to advertise my podcast. And I was looking for cheap advertising and ran across Fiverr. And next thing you know, I listed a, a gig. And back then, it was only $5 a pop. So basically... Everything, if you go to Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, if you haven't been there yet or if you uh, don't know what the hell I'm talking about, um, Fiverr.com is a digital online marketplace. Well, when it first started, Fiverr, may, you know, it was really Fiverr. It was $5 per gig, per sale. They take 20%, so it was $4. And really, a lot of people were saying after PayPal's cut, it was only $3.80. So some people didn't see value in that. And what I was doing was really kind of buying into what Fiverr had to offer. And as they increased in everything that they were doing, as far as investing, I was paying attention to them. They were getting a lot of money from different investors, a lot of funding they were raising, and it started to become real large in what they were doing. So you can see them change. You can see the platform change. And as they were changing, I was growing and the business was growing. And it was just a little side hustle, $5 here and there. Try, you know, goal was like, hey, if I can get an extra $100 a month, I mean, whatever. And then it was like, hey, if I can get an extra $300 a month. And then they started adding extras. And then they started adding features, quantities. And maximum orders were increasing. And there was just opening up this expansion to where now it was $500, $600 a month. It was starting to pay my rent. And then, you know, as years gone on, it started to take over and really take care of my bills and become, you know, almost a part-time job as this time was about when I was doing sales for a rental car company. And then I moved back to Colorado from Atlanta and I'm originally from Denver here. And so basically what happened was I went into the furniture industry for management and it was a furniture row, which is out here in Colorado and expanding beyond. There's a lot of furniture rows all over the nation, but I started working for a company to go into management. And so I, they do you do the sales process to where you go in, learn the business, do sales, learn furniture, sell furniture. Well, I became successful at it pretty much right away. Took it on. It was just really, you know, product description, knowing your product to be able to pass that, you know, knowledge and information on your customers. And if they trust you and believe you, they're going to buy from you. You know, just like any saying goes, if somebody trusts you, they don't mind spending their money with you, you know, really at the end of the day. So what I did was sell a lot of furniture <laughs> and it became to where it became a hassle because people were calling me about issues that I had no control over, like inventory and things. Hey, where's my furniture? I already made the sale. I did my job and these people aren't getting their stuff because the business wasn't doing their part. And it became frustrating, became overwhelming. And then you know, they want you to always cold call. They want you to do a lot of this stuff that really wasn't motivating to me. You know, I'm, I'm a person that if you're calling to bother me for a cold call, I had better con have contacted you first. And so if you're just contacting me out of nowhere, trying to sell me stuff, something, I don't, I don't like it like that. And so I was never able to buy into that cold call situation. 
So moving forward fast, because I'm going to do about six more minutes of this first episode. I just want to give you guys a, a rundown how I developed into Fiverr and what it took and where I'm at now. So basically, I call it the Fiverr life because it is. They've provided me a lot. And throughout this time, I was able to focus. And so I'd get off my furniture job 50 hours a week. They wanted me to go into management, was trying to ship me off to crazy remote locations that were out of state. I just got back to Colorado, you know, like a year ago. I wanted to stay there. I was looking, just kind of holding out to try to hold out for another management job in Denver. Nothing was coming up. They were trying to get me to Yuma, Arizona, places in Utah. Didn't want to go. Kind of pushed it off, said, I'm not really ready. Okay. Uh, and then I went in and talked to my boss and it was just a day that I just had this inclination. Like, you know what? I'm just going to go work some part-time job, some mindless job, and then focus on my Fiverr, build that up, just bust my ass and try to network it out there as much as I can. And so I did. And so I told my boss, I said, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Is there any way I can do part-time or is there something? And he's like, well, no, we have to have you here for this. Cause basically I got in for the management and training program. So the regional manager was really stickler on trying to move me out and trust me, I could have done it if my passion was furniture, <laughs> but it wasn't. So throughout all this, you know, I was trying to get my podcast together, get more professional there. And then a lot of things started to develop and help create the show. And we'll talk about more, more about that on another episode and what I do and what I offer and things like that. But um, it just turned into something where, you know, you focus on something, you're going to get the results. You know, that's what they say is if you spend that time on something enough, eventually the results are going to show. And if you do it consistently, you're going to see it quicker. And if you do it every day, it's going to happen even quicker. So I just took, I got a part-time pizza delivery job, just enough to pay the rent, pay the bills, and then use my fiber income to keep pushing, advertise, keep getting, you know, just keep dipping back in there. And uh, so then I can focus on my fiber work, work a part-time pizza job, a mindless job, and still be able to do my work. And uh, it worked out good for a little while. And then I decided, you know what, I'm leaving the city. I'm going to go into the mountains, work some part-time job there. And do what I want to do while I'm sitting here grinding on this Fiverr life. So I moved in the mountains next to a resort. I love to snowboard, so it worked out. I was snowboarding, working, working, snowboarding, mountain biking, snowboarding, working, working, working on my Fiverr and doing some part-time mindless jobs here and there just to get some income. Well, it's kind of running out, and I got more serious on Fiverr, started paying off. Then I started seeing some significant results. You know, we're talking a couple thousand dollars a month on Fiverr income. And then I was starting to make some moves and, you know, there was a few years ago and then it slowly started jumping. You started to get these motivational pushes, you know, and throughout this time, communication, dedication, commitment to my customers, being able to do these, you know, gigs for cheap, really knowing that one day I'm going to get mine because they say, if you're willing to do something for free long enough, eventually you're going to get overpaid for it. And that's kind of what it's turning into now as I'm starting to reap a lot of the benefits of what the Fiverr platform has really built, helped build for me. And I've kind of ded dedicated myself to them. And with my loyalty to them, they've provided me with a lot of things as well. So it's kind of a scratch my back, I scratch your situation. And it's really beneficial for both parties because they can see as I'm getting more work, they were putting more work on me. I was performing, I was getting five-star ratings, I was delivering, and it turned into something pretty cool. So here we go, let's fast forward now a little bit to where 
now I'm doing full time. I'm no more part time work. My rent was pretty cheap at the time, and uh, twenty five hundred bucks a month was fine for me. And I was living, doing my what I want, snowboarding, you know, kind of do the middle of that. Well, I had to raise my self expectations, so I started dedicating more time to Fiverr work. And then I submitted myself because I do a lot of voiceover work. I submitted myself to a lot of agencies around the city of Denver for voice talent work. Well, one agency picked me up, but not for necessarily voice talent work. She picked me up for some acting work, commercial acting work, which was print or, you know, non-dialogue or short dialogue, commercial acting work. Well, through that, I've gotten a few jobs. I consider that part of Fiverr life because without Fiverr, I might not have taken that step. And so we'll be talking a lot about that moving forward too. the opportunities that, you know, the dedication, the time creates, you know, you put that time in, eventually you might be doing something, something you've never even dreamed of or thought about through the process of setting your own goals in this side hustle slash business, entrepreneurship, freelancer, self-employed, whatever you want to call it, freedom. (laughs) I like to call it freedom because I have so much freedom right now. I'm in a hotel in Craig, Colorado taking a road trip, doing work on the go, doing voiceovers in the hotel room. You could probably hear the water or whatever going in the background, but the uh, the point of it is, is that I have a lot of freedom to do what I want, when I want, how I want. And, and the past year, year and a half, it's really taken off. And we're talking $3,500, $4,000 months consistently one after another. And in the past about six months, it's been nothing but great, nothing but amazing. Every month is 30% more than the month last year. And this past two months have increased significantly, significantly. And we'll talk about the steps of that. But just to give you an idea, sales-wise, it's about $7,500, $8,000 in sales. Last month, I cleared almost $6,200 on Fiverr. $6,200 per month. This is really good income. And obviously, there's a lot of people making a lot more money. But there's not a lot of people making that amount with this freedom that I have, no boss, you know, obviously Fiverr takes 20%. You got to kind of perform. They help motivate you. So I don't really think of them as a boss. They help me be on time. The deadlines get me to be on time. The platform itself, easy to use. I'd give 20% to anybody in the world, in the world that can bring me the business that Fiverr does. So if you're out there and you think you can do bring me the business that Fiverr does and you want 20%, well, it's going to take a lot of coercing and convincing to me that you can deliver what they do. And so it's only getting better there. And it's really up to me now because now I can raise my pricing. I've got the established rapport. I've got five stars, over 15,000 orders completed and at a five-star rating. So that gives you any inclination that's hard to achieve because you deal with so many orders. But it's also a lot on me being able to help, you know, people that I want to help, but if I can't help you, I don't help you. And I tell you, I can't help you. So I'm I'm really honest with my customers, my clients, potential customers, inquiries. I'll tell them I can't help you. No, I can't help you because I get so many weird requests. Okay. And as you get built up in Fiverr, you'll see people will ask you to do stuff you don't even have listed. And you're like, why are you wasting my time? And you'll find out that it's, it's a struggle. It's busy. And you have to be able to juggle that. So I've been able to learn that on the go with Fiverr because I was getting busier, learning how to balance it all, juggle it all, but also to not waste my time or or the client. So looking forward to more episodes. I'm going to cut this one off now because I'm starting to go on tangents that I want to cover in future shows. But again, it's going to be raw, off the cuff, 
I might have a topic in front of me, maybe some bullet points at the best, but for the most part, no scripting, nothing like that. We're just going to go raw. And you can also check out my other podcast, which is a little more extravagant as far as length and production, but it's all independent music. Sometimes I'll talk some sports. It's called Detong Radio. You can look that up on iTunes, Spotify, and all that. But right now, we're going to be pushing the Fiverr life. I'm going to be pushing you, give you some tips with this podcast, The Fiverr Life. Make sure you share it. If you're a new Fiverr seller, definitely going to be able to help you out. But don't message me on Fiverr asking for advice. <laughs> let's, cut, let's just cut to the chase there because I'll tell you to go away. Because it's a business marketplace platform, okay? So I'm there to do business. If you've got an inquiry about my gigs, my services, yes, I'd be happy to answer your questions. But do not contact me there asking me for advice because I'll shoo you away. And then I'll shun you pretty much and feel like, hey, well, Scott didn't listen to me. Or if you heard the podcast and still went, then I'm definitely not going to help you out. Because after you listen to this disclosure and you still contact me, that's how a lot of people do it. So Fiverr, get there. If you got something you're passionate about, list a gig. It's free. doesn't cost you anything. They have a bunch of resources. Go to their blog. Go to their forum. Check out their podcast. They still have some podcasts. I don't think they do it anymore, but they archive them to where, I mean, you pretty much run out of topics after about 200, right? <laughs> but uh, they got them archived. They have a lot of things and a lot of tools and a lot of resources for you to be able to grow on your own, do your own thing, list your gigs, advice, how to list gigs, what you want to do, where you want to set it up. But I'll be covering a lot of that here too on the Fiverr life. Thanks for sharing. Send a shout out. You can email me detongradio at live.com said you heard it here. And that's where you can contact me. If you want some advice, then I can get to you if I can, when I can. And the more of these, uh, if I get some more contact emails about advice like that, then I might bring them on the show here and start covering those kind of topics. So you can send detongradio at live.com. If you got some questions, something maybe I might talk about on the show that's not already covered maybe on Fiverr's tools and resources, because that's where you want to go first. They're the experts, fiverr.com. Look at their blog. Look at all the other stuff out there. I got to get back to work. Got about three hours left in the hotel here. And then I got to get on the road and do some mountain biking, taking a Colorado road trip right now. And that's the benefit of the Fiverr life is the freedom to do what you want, when you want, how you want, and they provide you the platform. Thanks for tuning in.